we filled the magazine and it went bonkers and people in the Midwest love it. People all over the country. In fact, internationally it goes now. And this is our fifth year issue coming out. The fall issue is our fifth anniversary. So we're really excited about it. It's our actually our 31st issue. Welcome to the My Future Business Show, where we get you in front of your best audience and keep you there. Not only are we interviewing the biggest names in business to help you become even more successful, we're inviting you to book your spot on the show to help you grow your business. So at the end of the call, make sure you fill in the interview application form at myfuturebusiness.com forward slash interviews. Hi, and welcome back to the My Future Business Show. I hope you're doing really well today, and I hope that you're living life to the fullest. Now, speaking of living life to the fullest, my next guest is celebrating some amazing things, and we're gonna be talking about all of these things, we're gonna be unpacking her life. And with all that being said, I'd love to welcome to the show, Jackie Bertolette. How are you, Jackie? Hi, I am great. How are you doing? I'm very well. I like to say I have two feet in a heartbeat. I can't complain too much. Now. Uh, <laughs> For everybody who's, on the, who's joining us on the call today, thank you once again for doing that. But uh, Jackie has a very interesting um, backstory, and we're going to go into the core of that uh, momentarily. But before we do that, Jackie, it's uh, customary for us to learn a little bit more about you first. Um, so I think it's uh, probably a good, good place to start to learn a little bit more about uh, maybe where you're located and what you like to do in your downtime, in your recreation time. Do you have such a thing? Um. I do kind of a little bit. <laughs> so what do I like to do in my downtime is actually what I love to do at work. So I'm very, very blessed to be able to do what I love. So mm-hmm. um, I am a, I'm a um, degree commercial photographer and my uh, passion is editorial fashion. Yep. And um, so as life rolled out over the years, um, I'm now obviously the editor of a magazine um, that I had founded and uh, I do all of the main um, editorial fashion so I spend a lot of my downtime editing the photos and setting up the models and and making connections you know and then as far as personally um, I love spending time with my kids especially my youngest I do homeschool him Mm -hmm. and uh, so we do a lot, at, well, not so much now, obviously, but we used to do a lot of trips, like field trips and things, um, so he could have hands-on education. So um, we do a lot of games and things now at home together, and that's really been a, it's been an interesting uh, journey for us. So. Thank, thank you for sharing. Jackie, there's lots to unpack here. And um, I'd love to swing back to um, the fact that you're now um, deeply involved with something that you love, because I think that's a very important element to, um, you know, living your best life and doing it and, and living a life that you really want to live through your business. But before we do that, I'd love to uh, learn a little bit more about um, um, some of the, the challenges that have come from um, doing homeschooling and how it's affected your business. Would you be able to share a little bit about that? Absolutely, I'd be glad to. So um, I know most of the war, at least most of our country in the U.S., I, I'm assuming the world has mm. um, gone to online remote school. And um, we actually have been doing that for, this is our fifth year, I believe. Yeah, seventh grade. Yeah. Yep. So um, we've been doing, yeah, we've been doing it a lot longer than most people. So it's a little bit easier of a transition than it has been for a lot of folks this year and, and the end of last year. Um, but 
we started out homeschooling because uh, my son way back in, in in his infancy had a very serious illness that um left him with some medical issues and um while for the most part he is totally on track and on target Fantastic. he does have some thank you he does have some learning delays and um he can learn it just he needs to learn in a completely different way than most than typical students yeah so the brick and mortar school was even though they wanted and tried so desperately to work with him they just couldn't give him the attention that he needed he needed one-on-one he needed reassurance he needed reinforcement he would forget what we learned yesterday and then the teachers would be frustrated why mm-hmm. you just learned that mm-hmm. so um it just it just became apparent after first grade that it he had to be homeschooled because he would have breakdowns in school because everything was too hard he was being bullied it was yeah. a mess so yeah, so we ended up coming home to school. My first year was crazy. It was so confusing. <laughs> Can imagine. So I totally get why everybody is so confused. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we figured it out together. And um, at the time, I actually had my old my daughter as well. An older child was in. We were doing homeschooling for the first time with her too. So um, she has since graduated. My oldest son graduated some time ago. Excellent. So. Yeah, so we have um, been homeschooling now for five years, Mm -hmm. and uh, I think at this point, our biggest challenge is staying focused, like most children. Um, When you're homeschooling, (laughs) yeah, yeah. When you're homeschooling, the day is a lot faster. It goes a lot quicker as long as you're on task. Mm -hmm. Um, But it also can be a lot longer if you're not on task. So. Some days are pulling teeth and some days aren't. Yeah. <laughs> As somebody who is a leader in business, um, you you'd absolutely need to have structure in your day. Does that uh, flow into, I guess, the structure that you use in your homeschooling with your children? Do you think? Absolutely. We have, we have a start time. Mm-hmm. And um, for, for my son, he needs frequent breaks. So uh, we work about 30 minutes and then he gets a small break. Mm-hmm. And then in between each class he gets a 15 to 20 minute break um so there are structures that we we follow just regularly for him um he just needs to have sort of the 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 brain moment where he can you know sort of reset yeah um and then once our school day is over we'll do school at one end of the of the kitchen table (laughs) and then we close that computer and he goes off and does whatever his you know desire is for the day and then I scoot to the other end of the table and turn on my work computer. Then <laughs> <laughs> I become a CEO in a business world. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and uh, I have to say, Jackie, this is the real reason that I love uh, being the host of the show so much because it brings out not only the business side, it brings out the, I guess, the human side, the fact that there are people behind businesses. And that's one of the things uh, that I think um, stands out in terms of the value that the show adds. So thank you very much for sharing. Now, um, I think it's a good dovetail into all of the work that you're doing. Now, um, let's talk about something that you're celebrating. Could you share a little bit about your, your magazine with us? Yeah, absolutely. So way back in college, I knew I wanted to be in fashion, Mm -hmm. um, but I never knew back then that I would own the magazine that I dreamed of working for. Um, So about five years ago, we, my husband and I um, sort of sat down together and decided after several years with my son, um, I had had to come home from 
working a full-time job because he needed full-time care after yeah. his illness. Mm -hmm. And so we had gotten used to doing um, a one-income family. And so my husband and I talked about it, and I said, honey, I need to do something more than just this. It, I, I just can't sit still. Got to scratch the itch. So, yes. So he said, well, well, you know, you're a great photographer. Why don't you start the magazine you always talk about working for? And I'm like, what are you talking about? That's silly. <laughs> <laughs> but after a little bit of thinking, I was like, wait a minute. I could because I have a background in photography. I have a background in fashion design. I have a background in graphic design. I'm a creative writer. So I'm like, I could do all this, you know? Yep. Um, but, the, but the only thing I don't do is hair and makeup. I'm just not, there's no zero talent. There. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, you got to know your strengths, don't you? So, exactly. Right. So, um, yeah, from that moment of sort of a revelation, about six months later, um, I was putting together my first issue, uh, booking models and setting up designers. And um, the first one was a little bit difficult because people didn't, like there was no physical magazine for people to see. And so getting people kind of to see my vision was a little difficult, but we filled the magazine and from the second it released, it went bonkers. and. People in the Midwest love it. People all over the country. In fact, internationally it goes mm -hmm. now. It's insane. And this is our fifth our fifth year issue coming out. The fall issue is our fifth anniversary. So we're really excited about it. It's our actually our 31st issue. So. That's fantastic news. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. And I've, I've actually looked Thank at some so of these much. images throughout the website. And there are some beautiful images on there. There's, there's certainly lots to take in. Um, you also... Uh, are involved in um, other parts of business. Would you would you be able to talk about those for a little bit? Absolutely. So they're all kind of um, related. People mm -hmm. kind of go, how do you run all these businesses? But it's really all the same thing. It's just compartmentalized. Mm -hmm. um, so I am obviously a commercial photographer. I do fashion design in that I am your quintessential model type. I am six foot tall and have been very thin all my life. So I started sewing when I was very young because clothes didn't fit me. So over the years, I became a fashion designer quite inadvertently. <laughs> so I had that background. <laughs> and so I run my, um, my fashion line, RJ Luna Haute Clothier, um, which are all handmade uh, couture pieces. I also manage models under Discovered Model Scouting and Management, DMSM. Um, and these are models that have aspirations in the industry, mm -hmm. usually, but not always younger. But um, if they're like early teens, my goal with them is to teach them how to be safe in the industry or safer in the industry. Yes. Um, yeah, kind of get them on a safe path, introduce them to people that I know um, are going to take care of them and, you know, kind of lead them in the right direction because it can be a scary industry absolutely thank you very much for sharing uh, this jackie it's great content i i wonder um from a i guess an operational standpoint what are some of the things that you have had to learn running all of these different businesses in tandem over the years mm. well, did it come naturally I'm to you to run businesses i i, I suspect it did um it, it it's natural to me to do what I do mm -hmm. as far as the creative end. Um, the business end is not natural for me at all. Um, and I do struggle with that daily. 
Um, I have done everything from taking classes to bought, you know, office work for dummies um, all the way down. <laughs> I've got a few of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I built a website. I didn't know how to do that. That was a how to build a website for dummies. You know, I yeah. actually been, um, I bought how to do this for dummies. I actually trademarked my fashion line logo, which was crazy. Um, so <laughs> you just yeah, you you learn it, you want it, you research it. Um, I would, I did do some YouTubing, but I, I, I get leery of YouTube because, you know, you never know what's real on the internet. So. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, so, but I also have been privileged that my mother is, has been an administrative assistant all of her life. Um, she did not get the creative gene. <laughs> <laughs> she missed out. Yeah, so she handles all of like the business end of things and kind of corrects me when I do something that's not right. You know, you can't uh -huh. do that in accounting and stuff. You know, so. <laughs> yeah, so she mentors me through it and uh, corrects me and wraps me on the knee and the um, knuckles when I screw up. <laughs> like a good mum should. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I wonder, um, what's the name of the magazine? It is called Haute Ohio. That's H-A-U-T-E. It is a French word. Um, it's part of haute couture, which is um, basically handmade high fashion out of uh, Paris. So Beautiful. it's Ohio's version of haute couture. I, I'd love to go back to that, that, I guess, the genesis of the starting of this wonderful magazine. I, I know that we, we've talked about you needing to scratch that itch. You wanted to do something more. You had all these skill sets. You wanted to bring them together. But what is the actual mm -hmm. the mechanics of starting a magazine? Well, there, I tell you what the hardest part for me was, was figuring out how to um, actually like publish the magazine, you know, like, like the, the output of it. Mm -hmm. The content was easy um, for me because I just tend to, I, I just know how to do that stuff. Yeah. So for me, it was the, it was absolutely the, what, okay, now I have all this content. Now, how do I put it out there publicly? You know, I need a publisher, I need, you know, physical paper, all that stuff. So that was the hardest part for me. Um, but I figured it out. Again, it was, you know, lots of research on the Internet. It was lots of research, um, polling friends, polling content, going on Facebook groups and asking lots of questions. Mm -hmm. So um, I did end up finding a, one place that hosts my magazine. Um and you can order it there either for a digital download or for a print and ship directly to your door. So that's pretty cool. Fantastic. Um, I wonder, um, given everything that's going on in the world, um, we're seeing some shifts to online. We've touched on that, um, Jackie, just slightly. What do you see um, mm -hmm. happening in the fashion industry in, say, maybe the next 12 to 24 months? Well, I think everything... Obviously, everything's going to be online, just like it is now. Mm. Um, we're even already, um, I also run Ohio Fashion Week, which is an annual gala um, affair. Mm -hmm. And we're even um, already starting to entertain whether we're going to hold next year's. Um, we did cancel this year's because of COVID, uh, because of the restrictions on our state. And um, so while everything is in position, as far as talent is hired and all that, um, I think in-person stuff is going to be a huge challenge still next year. So um, I think people will continue with virtual fashion shows. People will continue with virtual um, 
magazines and publications. And I also think this has been interesting to watch. Um, and someday I'd like to get on the bandwagon when I have some time. <laughs> but, <laughs> 25th um, hour of the week? 25th yeah, exactly. hour of the day? <laughs> yeah, the day, right? Um, it, to watch people sort of springing up doing their own um, podcast and doing their own um, sort of talk shows on fashion and, and that sort of thing, like all of these, like, people who are just interested in fashion or people who just graduated from college and, and, you know, have a problem getting a job right now. So they're, they're finding ways to, to create content that people desire. So that's really interesting to see the YouTube, you know, blowing up that way. Mm -hmm. Zoom is going crazy with um, conferencing as far as um, designers meeting with each other and models, of course, and connections. So it, it's really interesting to see how people are sort of reinventing the industry. Yes, thank you for sharing. I, there's lots to unpack here. I'd love to shift gears and talk just a little bit about um, your work in photography and ask you for um, anybody who wants to get into that industry, one, is it expensive and two, is it difficult to learn or do you need to have that creative flair? Um, I think like most things, uh, it can be taught. It's a science. Mm. Um, so you can teach the science part of it. You can teach how to use the equipment. You can teach lighting. You can teach, you know, the balancing. Um, what I don't think you can teach is the um, compositions and the uh, creative direction. That sort of has to come from within you. Mm -hmm. So you need to have both ends of it um, in order to be successful. Um, but there are many ways that you can be successful in photography. You can be, um, you know, a, a lifestyle photographer or you can be a portrait, obviously, wedding photographer. But you also could be um, a fine art photographer. That's that's really a growing field. Mm. Um, and there's no rules in fine art. You can do whatever you want. And, and people are just like, wow, that is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, it can be a very expensive endeavor to get started. Um, of course, I, I have higher-end Nikon equipment, but I don't have professional equipment because, <clears throat> excuse me, I, I feel like if you know your equipment and you have the eye, you don't need all the high-end, you know. I, I don't want to make a $5,000 investment. I already did that in college. <laughs> so, <laughs> You know, I, I can use my iPhone and still make a beautiful shot, but, you know, even my Nikon is only an expensive um, hobby photo um, camera, so the body is not as important as the, the, the glass or the lens itself. So I want to dig a little uh, bit deeper, if I could, Jackie, in terms of having, okay. I guess, a, a model's perspective, um, somebody who thinks about being behind the lens uh, in terms of being the model, does that help you? take better shots, different perspectives, different angles? Is, mm -hmm. Would you say that yes. would be true? I, I definitely say it's true. That is sort of my um, aesthetic. I tend to do things a little bit off kilter, a little bit um, distorted, um, a little bit more um, unusual. Some mm -hmm. people don't like it, um, but I think a lot of people, especially in fashion, really um, have an affinity for it. Uh, you can, I think you can definitely tell when I've taken the image because there's a certain, um, I don't know, perspective in it that just says, oh, Jackie took this. So. It's a brand as I, well, I, isn't I it? I lean towards the bizarre. So. Would, would you say that it was would be recognizable as a brand? 
Almost? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I now that we've talked about the photography and um, the number of people that you work with through your your organisation, um, can anybody become a model? And what do they need mm-hmm. a particular look? What's the process for taking mm-hmm. on models? Mm-hmm. So in the general industry, that you know, the the tradition has been the quintessential model. Um, you know, you have to be tall and thin, and you have to be you know, uh, just this or just so. But because I own the magazine, I get to make the rules. Fantastic. And for me, for me, my rules are that there's beauty in everybody. So. I want to see plus-size models. I want to see challenged models. I want to see, of course, the quintessential model as well, but Mm -hmm. I want to see kids. I want to see mature. I want to see tattoos. You know, there's beauty in everybody. And for me, if you're interested in modeling, regardless of, you know, male, female, age, it doesn't matter. Um, We want to help you at least try it, you know, Um, it may not be something that you love after you try it, and that's cool. It was a simple, fun evening. But if it is something that you want to do, then this is a way for you to sort of dabble in it before you move to New York and go full-fledged into it, you know. Um, it, it's we I accept all models, all yeah. ranges, all races. Um, so when we do submissions, um, what happens is we'll call for submissions for the magazine shoots, and... Um, it's wide open, and then we review all the submissions, and we choose usually around 10. Mm-hmm. Um, depends on what the magazine pages will allow us for each issue. Um, and we, I actually strive for diversity. So, um, uh, you know, I won't kick you out just because you are a perfect model, but at the same time, I want to see somebody who's unique and different and see them you know be beautiful as well so i love the fact that you're doing this and you're breaking the mold it's not a cookie cutter approach and you're i i would say you probably are helping people um, build their confidence have you seen changes Mm -hmm. in in the models that you've worked with that maybe didn't have much experience Mm -hmm. then they've grown over time with you yes i have i actually have two models um that i i for the first time worked with uh before they signed with me um, they since have signed, um, but the one little girl started with me at, um, she was doing a little pageant locally and I was coaching runway coaching for the, um, the producer mm-hmm. and she was so scared. She was maybe five years old. She oh. was so scared. She would not <laughs> let go on my leg, you know, so I'm trying to coach this whole class and she's like clinging to me. Um, and by the end of our sessions, she did her own one way walk and that was really awesome. Um, but now, two years later, this little young lady cannot get on the runway often enough. She's always calling me, can we photograph? Her mom will be calling me, oh, and this girl was driving me crazy. We need to get her in front of a camera. <laughs> That's so it's so awesome to see the, you know, to see the blossom come out of her. Um, and then I had one other model who uh, started out at 19 with me. And um, it also was a local mall show that I met her at. I was... Uh, judging one of the contests she was in um, she is a challenge model she has down syndrome mm-hmm. and she's also a cancer survivor and um, she has gone from never walking a runway 
to being on covers. She just got an international cover again. She will be, she's walked in Paris. She's walked in Milan. She's she's booked to walk in Dubai. Oh, wow, amazing. Uh, this girl is crazy. I mean, you know, Crushing she it. went, for, yes. So it's, it's about your dedication and your um, confidence in yourself. You know, it's, it's, the, the industry is is opening up slowly, so I'm, I'm so happy to see that. Yeah, thank you for sharing these stories. It, it gives people hope that uh, maybe sitting out in the audience, Jackie, that, hey, you know what, maybe I can do this, or maybe I will give it a go. Mm -hmm. Now, I want to shift gears and, and talk about your website and the content that I'm finding out uh, on there. Um, you mm -hmm. have some, some wonderful products. Can you tell us a little bit about the calendars that are coming out? Yes, we actually, um, this is going to be the first year that we're doing them for 2021. And um, we had planned initially to just do one calendar, which would be 100% inclusive. Uh, but we had so many submissions of models who had dreams of being calendar models that we ended up um, planning to do three. So we're going to be doing a youth model, a youth calendar, a men's calendar, and a women's calendar. Um, and they're everyone from never walked, never been in front of a camera before in their lives to highly experienced models. And uh, in fact, we just shot well, probably 30% of it uh, this past Sunday, yesterday. So, um, you know, I, I book with them on their individual uh, shoots mm -hmm. and then we go out socially distant and safe of course yes and uh, yeah and we're shooting the calendar as we speak and i come home and i edit them and then i get them in the calendar set um, those calendars will be released um hopefully a little earlier but at the latest december 15th and you can purchase them directly off the website i uh, i've always loved theme calendars uh, are you doing any theme calendars we haven't yet, but we are talking about doing that next year. We're actually talking about doing um, quarterly calendars where they're focused on, um, like the spring is focused on one particular type of model and the, you know, the summer is focused on a different type of model. So um, we're looking at compartmentalizing um, the calendars next year for, for 2022. Awesome. So there's lots of great uh, stuff coming up out of your stable. I, I'm wondering when, when people go and uh, find your website, what are they going to see when they get there? The homepage is going to see all of the current issues and links to purchase them. You're going to find any information on there that is um, happening at the moment as far as open castings that we might be hosting, um, events that are coming up that we are producing. Um, and then you'll also, of course, see all of the um, sponsors for our How Fashion Week. They're always on there. We thank them so much. Um, and then if you dig deeper into the um, website, you're going to find the whole archives of all of our issues from start to, to current. You're going to find how to submit to be part of either as a designer or a model. Um, and we highlight Midwest, you know, in the United States. Mm -hmm. but. We go international. In fact, our summer issue has um, designers from Madagascar in it. Oh, so, wow. um, we, you know, it's international. Even though we focus on the Midwest, we certainly are not limited to the Midwest. It's so, a, it's you'll a find boardless. all of those. Yeah, and you'll find all those deadlines and all those submission guidelines there. You do not have to be experienced. You just have to want to try it and be willing to, you know, bring your A game to us. 
and um and Ohio Fashion Week, everything's there. Um, you'll also find current events that are happening around the Midwest. So just so we can and educate. My blog. Oh, of course. Go ahead. Yeah, my blog there too. <laughs> so for those who are wanting to submit content, they want to get involved with this magazine. Um, is are there usually like um, deadlines and cutoffs, and what's the mm -hmm. cycle throughout throughout the year to submit content? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, we are quarterly, so we have winter, obviously spring, summer, and fall. Uh, our deadlines are the 20th of the month prior to publication. So uh, our fall issue just came out. Our December issue, our winter 2021 issue will come out December 22nd. So the deadline is going to be November 20th, um, and that's how that rolls down the way. Um, we do accept outside columns. We do accept contributions as far as articles. Uh, of course, models and photographers who want to be, you know, published, we offer that opportunity. Um, but if you want to be inside the magazine as far as a model, you probably need to start watching our website, say, in January for the spring issue because we'll shoot like in February. So. Yes, as I'm sure there's a lot of work that goes on in the background. Um, Jackie, mm -hmm. this has just been such a wonderful call. Now, most importantly, um, when people want to find this magazine and get involved, where are they going to go? Mm -hmm. You can absolutely do all of that from hotohio.com, H-A-U-T-E-O-H-I-O. -E um, you can do subscriptions there. You can do links to um, any of the magazines. You can uh, seek sponsorship there for Ohio Fashion Week, advertising if you want to be part of that or of course contribution or content. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook at Hode Ohio Magazine and Ohio mm -hmm. Fashion Week. And then we're on Instagram and Twitter and, and YouTube as OHFW underscore official. Fantastic, well just to back that up, I'll be making sure that all of the links um, back to this wonderful magazine are made available below this post. In fact, no matter where you see or hear uh, this interview you will have links back to that website and with all that being said Jackie in closing thank you so very much for spending some time with me on the my future business show today oh I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me thank you thanks for joining us today if you enjoyed the call then make sure to subscribe leave a comment share us with your friends and book your spot on the show at myfuturebusiness.com forward slash interviews and if you're looking for solutions that will help grow your business, then visit myfuturebusiness.com forward slash shop.